Shalom, we're going to talk about the Daf Pei Gimel, the last Daf in Perek Merubo. Today's Daf discusses pigs, Chochmah, Zivonis, Darek, Moiri, raising dogs. We discuss in the new Perek the Chamish Dvarim, the one is hired for hurting someone else. And we begin the first of nine explanations that Ayin Tachas Ayin is not literal. And the Gemara begins by telling us, we said in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to raise pigs, right? even Birusha. Even if you just got them, you're not allowed to raise them. The Gemara says that when the Ben Hashmanoim were fighting with each other, there was Hurkanis and Aristobulus. Hurkanis was outside besieging ourselves and inside. Every day they would send out a bag of dinarum of money, and Hurkanis on the outside would send back the carbon torment to bring Makrev. And there was a Zokin Echod who knew Chachmas Yavonis, either he knew the Ramosim of the Greeks or he was, like the Ramiri says, infiltrated with Greek philosophy. And he told the Hurkanist people outside, you know, you're never going to beat them if they're still bringing the carbonus. So the next day when they send up the dinarim, instead of passing back a carbon tome, they send back a pig. And as pigs do on the way up, it dug its legs into the door, into the wall. And as it did that, the uh, there was a massive earthquake in the whole area. It's a surreal 400 parsoi. And at that moment, the Chachamim then were masakin a few curses, uh, a curse for someone who raises pigs, a person who teaches his son chuchmas yevonis. They also said that in that time, they were bringing in the wheat for the carbon oimer from the fields of Trifen, very far away, and the Shteyalechem from Ein Sukar, there wasn't any wheat there. The Bnei Amitzar had destroyed all their grain to try to force a rebellion. Now the Gemara says, who says that Chochmah Zivonis is actually also? The Brayser brings, Rebbe says, and then Eretz Yisrael, you shouldn't be talking Russian Sursi, which was like a fun sort of a language, or Aramaic. He said he speak Lashon HaKadosh or Lashon Yevonis. Rebbe also says in Bovel, Why are you speaking Aramaic? Speak Lashon HaKadosh or Parsi? But you see that speaking Greek is not an issue. Gemara says speaking Greek is one thing, but the Chochmas Yevonis, that's where you have all these terrible outcomes. The Gemara challenges this again. Who says Chochmas Yevonis is also? Rabbi Yehuda Marshmall says in the name of Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel, that when the Pesach says, It says that there were a thousand children in in. Shemengamliel's father, Shemengamliel's house. Five hundred of them were taught Torah. Five hundred of them learned Chochmas Yevonis. The only one who didn't was me, Shemengamliel, and Ben Achi Abu Basio. But they were teaching kids Chochmas Yevonis. The Gemara says, yeah, but Shemengamliel's house was different because since they were carved the Malchus, they had a, a. It was necessary for them to know Chochmas Yevonis to retain that status to be involved politically in what was necessary. In the Braise we bring that if someone gets a haircut of a uh, kumi, that's Dark Murray. the kumi haircut, Rashi explains, it was some sort of a leaving a, a ponytail in the back, or some say it was a, a Roman type of a haircut where they would 
cut off the hair above the ear, uh, I guess, guess interfering with payas. Tumas Baruven allowed getting this Kumi haircut because for him he was allowed to get one because he was Karav Lamalchus again. When you're Karav Lamalchus, there are certain uh, non Jewish practices that are necessary for that position. The Beisar Gamliel were allowed to learn Chachmas Yavanis because again they were also Karav Lamalchus. Next in the Gemara, the Mishnah we had said that you're not allowed to raise a dog unless it's tied to a chain. So the Gemara tells us the one's not allowed to raise a dog unless it ties it to a chain, but you are allowed to have it in a city that's near the border, tie it up by day, and at night you can let it run out. In the Bright Serb, Eliezer Agozel says that someone who's raising dogs, it's like he's raising pigs. Mama Shalsa, the Nafka Mina would be whether you actually have this curse for raising the dogs. The pigs has the curse. Rabbi Yosef Bar Minyoyimi Yom Rabbi Nachman says that Bovel is like a border city, they're allowed to have dogs. A.K.A. Nardo. Now, Rav Dustoi Dimin Biri has a drush from the Bazok. River voice Alpha Yisrael. River voice is two. Riva, it's 20,000. Alpha is at least 2,000. You see that the Shrina Shai around 22,000. Call Yisrael when we're together. No? So if we, if we have 20. 1,999, we're missing the Shekhinah. If there's a woman there who's pregnant, we're about to have the Shekhinah Shaira. If a dog comes and barks at her and scares her, makes her have a miscarriage, this dog is just causing the Shekhinah to go away. So you can see that, that, that there is a danger of having a dog around. There was a woman who went into a house to bake bread. She was allowed to be baking in there. And a dog came to bark at her. Um, it scared her. So the owner said, oh, don't worry about him. He's, he can't bite. I already took out his dangerous teeth. So she said, you know, you could take your uh, your pleasantries and throw it in the bushes. I was so scared by the bark, forget the bite, that I already lost my baby. Now, the final thing on the mission was, they now let us spread out these big nets to catch uh, birds, unless you go very far away, uh, 8,000 amas or 30 ris away from any civilization because you don't want to catch any private birds. The Gemara says, well, one second, birds are going to fly 8,000 miles, uh, amas, away from where they are. You have, why do you have to go so far? The mission says that when it comes to, you know, your animals going and damaging, you have to keep your birds away from a city 50 amas. So, what's this 8,000 amas business? So, Abaye says, they can go really, really far. It's just that, 50 amas is enough distance that they're going to be full by the time they get there, so they're not going to be eating. So Gabe eating, it's 50 amas, but Gabe traveling, they could go very, very far. So the government says, that's true, they could go really far, more than 8,000 amas, just 30 ris. The price says that even a hundred mil isn't enough to distance yourself. So Yosef says, when we said a hundred mil, that was when there were vineyards for the animals to rest in between so they were able to go further they were able to pause for a moment uh, rabbi says that there were these chicken coops in the in the in the way where they can uh, pause and rest so they could travel tackle 100 miles otherwise the 8,000 amas is enough i don't you have to go away from those chicken coops forget the birds you have to keep away otherwise your animals are gonna, your birds are gonna you're gonna catch those coops so the gemara says those chicken coops you're not worried about. We're worried about the birds that are flying using those chicken coops. Why are we not worried about those coops? Well, either they're owned by Goyim, and this is just a humra, you're distancing yourself from 
accidentally catching something like that. So it's not just Geneva, but it is also steal from Goyes. Or these are Hefker coops. Or third, they're his chicken coops. You still have to be worried that other people's birds are going to be using his coops to fly really far. Handren Aloch, Perek Meruba, which began with the discussion of Kefel and Daludehei, and now we shift into the eighth Perek, which talks about Choivel damaging. And the seventh was talking about Geneva, the ninth and tenth are going to be talking about Gazela. Uh, we're going to put this one here because Chavola actually has a knas to it, while Gazela doesn't. And we're going to put this up to Geneva, which had the, the Knassim of Kefal and Dalva. Hey, we begin with the Bishop that says that if someone hurts his friend, he's of five different things. There are five Knassim that we give him. Nezek, Tsar, Ripoy, Sheves, and Boishas. And we go through them in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that Nezek, for the damages, that if someone blinds someone's eye or cuts off his hand, breaks his leg. So we evaluate how much he was worth before and after on the slave market. It's Machloikes, Rashi in the Rush, whether it's a Evid Ivri market or Evid Kanani market. But in any event, you pay the difference in what he's worth now as a slave. Tsar, if he causes him pain, if it, even if it doesn't leave a mark, if he just puts something very hot on him or on his nail, so or he bangs a nail into him, something like that. So you see, you pull a, a you know, focus group together and you say, how much would you pay to experience this pain? And you give that amount of money to this person. That's the Tsari boy. That's you have to pay for his doctor bills. If he gets sores afterwards, then if those sores are coming from the original wound, you have to pay for those as well. If not, if it's a totally separate thing. You don't have to pay for his acne. Uh, if he got better, but then it got worse, so as long as it's still from the original wound, you still have to pay those doctor bills. But if you totally healed and now you know you don't have to pay his his, his his medical insurance forever. If he gets better than anything that comes afterwards, you no longer have to pay for it as part of repoy. Chavez, Chavez is how much you see this guy would be paid as a cucumber guardsman, and you pay him that unemployment bill. And Boishas, that's all entirely relative. Depends on how embarrassing the situation was. Who was it that got embarrassed? Who was the one that embarrassed him? If it was a very Choshev person, he'd be paying up. Who did the embarrassing? Or a very Choshev person who gets embarrassed, it'll be, cause, it'll, it'll be more embarrassing. Now in the Gemara we learn. The Pasuk says, Ayin tachas ayin. An eye for an eye. How do we know that that's not literal? If I poke out your eye, I have to give you mine. How do I know that that's not literal? And the Gemara goes through nine different explanations to prove that Ayin Tachas Ayin is not literal. So the Gemara starts off saying it can't be literal. Because the Barista says, I would think that if I blinded someone's eye, I have to give him mine. If I break his leg, I have to give him my leg. No, that's why the Pasuk says, When you hurt an animal, you pay for it. So too, if you're the person, you pay for it. The Gemara says, one second. Before we go on, I could give you a second raya from the Pasuk, which tells me that if someone kills, then you kill the killer. But if someone just hurts there, we don't do, you know, you just pay for it. The Gemara says, one second. It doesn't say the Lashon of Hika. I mean, which hika are we learning from? We're trying to learn maka from maka. Right? Maka other maka behema. Which maka behema are you talking about? The Pesach says maka behema yishalmeno maka odom yomus, but that was talking about killing. By, by murder, we actually do kill the person who kills. 
You want to learn that now from the Pesach of Maka Nefesh, Behemo Yishal Menu Nefesh, Tachas Nefesh. Right afterwards it says, Vishki Tain Mum Ba'amisoi, Kasher Osa Kenya Azeloi. The only problem with that is that it doesn't actually use the word Maka, but since it's talking about hitting, we say just like when you hit an animal, you pay. When you hit a person, you pay. You don't have to give him a limb. Aye, the Pesach says, Vishki Yake Kol Nefesh, Oda Mois Yumos. You mamish kill him? No, I mean, you kill him with money, you make him pay. Rumor says, who says? Maybe, most you must means you, you kill him. Nah, that doesn't make sense. Like the Gemara says before, we, we learn, Mak You pay, so to Mak Odom, you'll pay. Plus, we have the Pasuk of Kasha Yitin Mumba Odom, Kenyan Asin Loi. Oh, so we know we're talking about money. The Gemara says, why do I need a second Raya? You keep giving me a second Pasuk, not just Maka Maka, but also Kasha Yitin Mumba Odom, Kenyan Asin Loi. So the Gemara says, we want to. Make sure that you don't have a kasha. Because you could say, look, why do I learn out Makabehema? Learn out from Maka Adam. That really you should have to cut off a limb, just like you kill the killer. We have a second puzzle to tell me that we done Hezek to Hezek. We don't done Hezek from Misa. The Gemara says, no, why not? We should learn Adam from Adam instead of learning Adam from a Behema. But that's also more closely linked. Oh, and Echadami, the Gemara says that's a good kasha, and that's why we have our second puzzle of Nafshacholim, right? If, that, that, that's why we bring the second puzzle of Eli Sikhu Koifel and Nafshacholim, Hashem, Rosh Olombos, Kimas Yomos. Now, we only kill somebody if he killed, but when someone damages, there, we just pay. Meaning, you don't pay for killing someone, you pay for cutting off a limb that doesn't go back. Now the puzzle of Lesikhu Koyufel and Nefesh we already use that. We use that to exclude Roshay Evarim. And if someone damages in a way that it kills him, we don't make him pay because since he killed, he's going to be Chayav Misa. Kim Lebedirabimine. We're already using this puzzle to learn Kim Lebedirabimine. The Gemara says, no. Kim Lebedirabimine, we learn from Kedei Rish Osoi. That we're Chayavim for one of his Rishos, not for both. Meaning we only kill him, we don't make him pay as well. I, we still need this pasuk. Otherwise, we would say, take the money and then kill him. Kadir Rishose tells us that, says the Gemara. There were only Mechaev, one Rishos, and not two. We only kill him. We don't make him pay as well. I shouldn't. We still need a pasuk. We still need this second Joshua's pasuk to tell me that instead of killing him, maybe he can pay Koifer instead of being killed for, for murdering. The Gemara says, that's a good point, but the Pesach would have said, The actual Lenefesh Roitzeach tells me that you only pay Koifer, you only pay for limbs, you don't pay for murder. I, the Gemara says, that's beautiful. The second Pesach is really covering everything. Why do I need the first rush of Maka, Maka to learn from uh, Adam to, from Behema to Adam to tell me that you don't have to actually give him a limb. You just need to pay money, just like you do by animals. Why do we need that treasure? Just use the, sac- the second one. And Gemara says, if I only had the Maka Maka, I would have thought that the guy should have the option of actually giving out an eye. He's like, what second? I just poked out your eye. How much does an eye cost? What? Are you serious? Okay, let me just give you my eye. No, 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 no. Come on, Shmalon. We learn from Behemoth. Now, just like when you kill a, a, a Behemoth, you pay money. So, too... 
Just like when you hurt an animal, you pay money. So too when you hurt a person, your only option is paying money. You can't just replace the limb. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.